Yeah, you know, I, I just want you fucked up. You're on the show, so what I need you to do is actually be on the show. I just talked to you. I have visual before. Yeah, I try to be too subtle a lot of times. I yeah. think I think I'm being like clever by yeah, by understating things and whatnot. And in, in casual conversation that's cool, but I love we, I love how you admitted that you think you're being clever. That's my favorite part of that. <laughs> It's like a voice diction course, like a uh, prerequisite for this. No, I mean, like. It's like we were talking at the distillery, the people that pronounce every syllable like two times. I just, you have to be appropriate for the meaning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now the medium is, it's gone beyond uh, the air between us and on the interwebs. And, right, uh, on the interwebs. Officially up and running on the Review Podcast no, 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 Network. No, no, hold on, sorry. We've upgraded. You didn't hear what I just said. It's no longer the interwebs. It's the interwaves. The interwaves. Interwaves. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, we're surfing. We're surfing so the, the internet, then the interwebs, now the interwaves. Yes. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like I just twice I got so I'm switching tonight to a Mexican mule it's on the special board. But there's also a Bernie Tostaco special with cactus salad, tomato, jalapeno, and red onion, which I'm probably I mean probably gonna have to do. The cactus salad. So, like, on the taco? I don't, I mean, what are you wrong, man? It's a carnitas <laughs> taco with a cactus salad. I believe it's like an accoutrement. Like, it's like, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> so, how do you pronounce that? Accoutrement. Here's the pieces, Tumbro. Um, Tumbro is a. So, here's what I think. Here, Bill, can we do this? Can we do this for the Mexican mule? I know we've been calling in, like, the, um, the wild card. Diablito. But can we call in the wild card yes. Mexican mule yes. night? We all, get, we all get dibs on that. Great idea. idea. Right. Now, do we think the Mexican mule is... So, a better question. It's going to be tequila, ginger beer. I was just going to say, are you going to ask what's in it? You're just going to fucking go for it. It's going to be tequila, ginger beer. Right, tequila, ginger beer, yeah. Or mint, I mean. <laughs> Hello, how's it going? Hi. Hi. Wonderful. Hey. You guys are rocking with you. Every week is so different now. We know. Two Tuesdays in a row, you guys are rocking. Amazing. That's good. That's how you make money. Yeah, exactly. You guys also want to promise? Yes. Yeah. We saw the Mexican mule on the board. We also want a Mexican mule. Throw one on for this. Just one. And we all just get it. We're like girlfriends. Yeah, just one. We're going to divvy it up a little bit. One of the mules and then three. And three bendy strokes. Yes, three Casamigos the Pompas, please. Yeah. Yeah. The Mexican meal is it's like the pinch hitter. <laughs> cool, Thank you so much. Not, not the pinch hitter, uh, cleanup. I don't watch baseball very often. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 batting. yeah, yeah batting Mexican meal is batting, cleanup. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little hot tonight. Warm in here. Yeah, good. It's just a ride over. Got you all right, there. yeah, got me all heated up. I'm getting what tables we're getting. But yeah, man, I'm excited. There's this place is rocking right now. I'm very happy about it. I like as a part of the had like a full house as yeah. far as you can for COVID, like separated for COVID. I had uh, the, I see some some movement in town. Yeah, it's amazing. Even my little local, like out of the local sushi place, mile down the road, it's like one of two restaurants. That's like, great. I get there all. I get there all through all kinds of food. It's fantastic. I went in last night to go pick it up. Dude, what a great sushi ha. experience. Yeah, right? It was good, right? Yeah. Dude. How you Jan- yeah, he was over last night. The place is jam-packed. The woman, the woman I know, the, the owner, she's like, 
I'm like, sorry, it's taking so long. I'm like, yo, no, this is great. This is a good sorry. I'm so happy you got our crowd right now. I want you to be here when I want sushi again next yeah. time. Fucking Matt, Matt and Jackie went down to Florida with Marietta. And um, instead, of, it, instead, instead of getting a dog sitter or whatever, they're like, Dave, do you just want to crash our place for a few days? Oh, that's great. They're a doctor, bro. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, living doctor, on call. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, Hal and I were hanging out every day. I was, I was pretty happy with the situation. <laughs> he just loves the people around, yeah. so it's perfect for him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it was cool. We went down to go visit my mom, hung out. She has got a place on the intercoastal map in South Florida. Uh, beach on one side, intercoastal on the other. Just, like, absolutely amazing. The weather was perfect. But while, while we were down there, we got to catch uh, Jackie's friend, Tim, fight in his first... Uh, amateur MMA fight. Awesome. And it was, we go to this place, right? And on like the ticket we bought, the event, whatever, um, the amateur promoter said that it was going to be at a place called uh, Model something or 66 66 Museum, Museum 66. And it was was billed as a pinball museum. Meanwhile, Jackie works here in Asbury at Silver Ball. At Silver Ball Museum Arcade. So so I expected there to be something like Silver Ball, right? And and Silver Ball has a location down in Delray. In Delray. they do. Which we checked out and it was fucking awesome. And it's amazing. It's a whole, I'll I'll tell you all about that. So, so two Silver Ball museums to base his expectations on. I go walk into this place. First of all, it's in. So you know those like complexes in Eaton Town, like where the FedEx is in the background. Yeah. All, all the or where the actual places. Like yeah, it's like a warehouse. It's like a place like that. You're like, all right, where, where am I driving up to, right? Um, it's huge inside. It's like a legit warehouse. All right. There's 15 pinball machines in like a 6,000 square foot fucking place. But then up against the walls on the back are two levels of uh, like car racks. And there's all, it looked like a set of the Fast and Furious. Like, okay. just all these, like, dope-ass cars on two levels, boxing out the corner. I'm like, where am I? And this is the MMA stage in the center. And I'm like, I'm so confused. It has a little, like, bar set up. I'm like, whatever. Had a couple drinks, like, hung in the back, away from people. It wasn't crowded at all. Um, it was like a warehouse with like spare warehouse. pinball yeah. machines. Yeah. And they threw open a hexagon in the middle. It was so, so weird. Octagon. No, 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 no. Yeah, hey, I saw it. Hexagon. Say, come on. So yeah, get it. it almost like you don't know where to focus your attention. It's like right. so scattered and like open. There. So anyway, the fights were pretty cool. They had like they weren't all MMA fights. Like one was a boxing fight. One was these, these two girls doing Muay Thai. It was amazing. Oh, these chicks were kicking the shit out of each other. I was like, yo, they'll take my head off. Like, yeah. I was going anywhere near them. Anyway, so long story short, Tim got out his fight. His fight was the shortest fight of the night. He knocked the guy out in 55 seconds. Awesome. Dude, it was incredible. They just like they. They, you know, they're, they're tussling at the wall, stand up there, they're on the ground for a few seconds. As soon as they, as they're like, un, I don't know what the terminology is, uninterlocking from one another, as they're getting back to stand up, the guy takes a swing at Tim. Tim just block, or doesn't block, sorry, dodges it and catches him with the right, like, like hook kind of uppercut, right oh, in the yeah. jaw. Thank you so and the guy, thank you. Is this a carnitas taco? I like cactus, I'm in. That's fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's fair. I appreciate that. Be like, people who like kombucha like this. Yes. Yeah, that's one of those. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Wait, kombucha? Weird. I just, I just don't like kombucha. Somebody I asked do, me for kombucha. I
I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I tried it. I tried. I like it, especially in like a festival setting where like it, it, you, you actually feel the nutrients oh, it, like oh, fixing your like, stomach and like scrubbing you inside. Yeah. Scrubbing your insides. Yeah. But, uh, I can understand people not. My insides get scrubbed off festivals. Yeah, well, festivals are like hippie culture and, and somehow this kombucha stuff is like, uh, you know, it's fermented, natural. It, yep. you know, it's marketed right at them. Oh, yep. oh shit. Hey, you're looking at the banana. Grab the so the MMA fight got me thinking and wanted to ask you guys because Hold on. I've never been able to figure... Yeah. I have questions. Well, I have questions. Well, and, well, I'm, I'm sure you might have uh, asked him some of these questions because I hope you would. So, who did he fight and why was he so mad at him? Well, he wasn't mad at him. What are you talking about? He just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. It's working. It's working. It's working, man. It's, it's, a, it's an amateur fight. He's he trying to be a professional. Yeah. Yeah. He hey, he's been training for the last year. So, what do you think I went to a bar fight? Like, <laughs> who, but, who, who set it up? How did, I will. How did, they, how did somebody get these guys to hate each other so much that they didn't even hate each other and they would fight? Am I being trolled? It was dangerous for Yes. I think we're being trolled, Billy. You just you're like, hey, you got you got anybody to fight me? And the guy's like, you know what? I do. I got somebody, I got, I got, I got just the guy. I got somebody to fight you. I got just the guy. You know what? He said he hates guys that wear actually you wear your hat. <laughs> you should go show them what that hat means to you and your family. Mixed martial arts is like pretty cool right now. I absolutely love that. That's such a great time. I enjoy it. Like, how do you get so motivated to like punch the Oh, I can, I can find the motivation later. Oh, <laughs> 100%. I grew up, I mean, I, I drank a float growing up. Yeah. So it got me thinking, though, because everybody had, all the fighters had their own entrance music coming out, which I thought was really cool. So if you guys were an MMA fighter, what would your entrance music be? And like, why? What is that? For the best around for the chronic kid. That was that was instant. You've thought about this before. It's my theme music. Yeah, I walk in the, <laughs> I walk in the rooms with that shit playing. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, I walk in the rooms with that playing. Like, <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Instantly, instantly. Yeah, it's up being happy. It gets you motivated. It gets you focused. Yeah. I mean, hey, I, listen, I can't, I can't fucking argue with that selection. It's absolutely inspired. Over the top, so you have to like represent it. Yeah, man. Wow. David, what yours be? My entrance music? Yeah, to a fight. Um, it would be. Um, I can't think of it. Yeah, I'm excited. Manchester. You can edit out some of this. Thinking time. Yeah, thinking some thinking juice. Yeah, it's for you. Um, we can come back. We got like forty-five minutes for an hour. I just dropped in to see what condition my condition is in. Oh my God, who? I know that song. Who sings that song? Jefferson Airplane. Oh my God, is it a Jefferson Airplane song? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, you yeah. might be right about that. Yo, that's that's brilliant. Is that is that from like a? Big I was gonna say I say you're going the big basket angle on that one. Well done. I used to have a, a guy I grew up with in Brick. He was fall out of the back. He would come out. He, he was entertaining as hell. 
One time he came out to um like a like a Jeopardy kind, not Jeopardy, like a like a what's a Jeopardy? No, what's a crowd interaction Game show? Crew? Like, like a abortion? No, again no. Wait, time out. How are we defining crowd interaction? Price is right. Price yeah. is right is what I was looking for. Oh, God, when they pull so, somebody from the crowd. So he came, like, from suit in the crowd, like, the theme music comes oh, on, yeah, and he, like, yeah. comes up, like, oh, me! Like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes in and fights. It was, it was very... That's pretty badass. Yeah, performance. So, like, for me, this is a compound answer, I'm fully aware. But if I was an MMA fighter, I would have to change my theme music every year. Because there's too many songs. Oh, I wasn't going to go legal thing. I was just going to say that you want to get in your rotation. Exactly. I want to have somebody in my rotation. I feel like, and I feel like I would change it up by theme. Like you know, if I was on a win streak, I would put one song. If I was on a losing streak, it would be this song. Like it. But what's like what's one? It was one song. Oh. My full cup of milk. Not really. <laughs> yeah, I found that perfectly. All right. Um, Shoot the Thrill by ACDC. It just has such a great opening riff, and the build-up is just, like, so sick when you're coming down. Like, I, that would be my, my go-to. That's when I'm really fucking fired up. I was looking for a Kiss song. I wasn't expecting. Love Gun. I was going to say, if I was a WWE wrestler, and I had to have a song, you know, when you're in WWE, like, MMA fighters, they can and do change their, in- their entrance music whenever they feel like it. Yeah, if you have a gimmick, you have to keep that forever. Exactly. Yeah, for long, like, the, song, long, long the theme music in WWE is important because half the time, if you're a surprise entrant, you don't just show up, your music starts. Yeah. And that's what gets the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the crowd doesn't get amped up when you run out. They get amped up because nobody because fucking they sees you. They know out. you're coming. Anticipation yeah. builds. Yep. They know you're yeah. coming. Like when the fucking lights are all dark, you know. Yeah, exactly. They do it well. The bell tolls. Remember when yep. Taz was going to come back and they just started flashing his tattoo off on the screen? Oh, man. People were like, wait, what? What? <laughs> that fucking guy. Good character. He's still in the base. Huh? Really? Who's not a wrestler? Who's AEW, doesn't he? I think he's an answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he ain't a wrestler. <laughs> that part of his life is over. No, he's my age. <laughs> <laughs> for, for reference, he is not Dave's age. <laughs> what do you mean? Taz? Yeah. How old is he? He's not 40. No? Older no. or younger? You've got to be older than that. Really? I think older. I mean, hey, listen. I'm acting like I know what I'm talking about. I really have no fucking idea. No, I just, I, I'd be very shocked that he was 40 was young, or was younger. Young, he, he, he was a special like, he was way older. Yeah. I'm fairly certain he's, like, over 50. 53. 53? I guess he's going to be 54. All right. There you go. He's older than me, but younger than Uncle Dan. That's how I think about a lot of things. So he can, he can, he can wrestle either of you. After your bookends. Yeah. No, there is just... 
an ocean of queso down here. Look at this. Yeah, I know. They're kind of sloppy, to be honest. They are. But the, the, hey, but you know what, though? Like you said before, the chips are holding up. Yeah, they're delicious. That's all that really matters. The crunch is still there. And that's the most important part. The rosemary is growing again. Oh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, oh, I was really happy yeah, when cheers, I saw the rosemary. Cheers, We've been yeah. sucking down nachos. It's funny that you talked about the Kiss song for the entrance music. Do you guys remember when Kiss had, like, they had a Kiss-themed wrestler? In WWE? What? Oh, dude. I mean, that's kind of brilliant, though. Yeah, well, I mean, not, that wasn't pro. It wasn't what? Um, oh, that was WCW. Uh, with yeah. Sting. The Sting, yeah. You would think. he. Yeah, he looked like the crow. No, but the, the Kiss wrestler is back when Kiss was first doing their, like, their first reunion tour, like, their first of seven. Um, and they were, and, like, you know, Gene their, Simmons is... During their third final tour. Exactly. What is this clapping? I don't know. Is there music going on over there? So, so yeah, so Gene Simmons is notorious for he'll put Kiss on anything. And they never put it, like, on another person before. Yeah, literally. On a coffin. It's Kiss coffin. I'm going to be fired. Um, so, they had a wrestler named the God of Thunder, which is just the worst name for a wrestler, like, imaginable. And he just, like, it wasn't even like he was Kiss-themed or Kiss-inspired. He literally looked like a member of Kiss. Like, and he was wrestling. Dude, and he was terrible. <laughs> he, like, uh, came out, and they made it such a big deal about it. Like, Kiss performed live on Monday Night Raw. And it was, it was a cool, like, I remember as a kid, I was, this is the coolest fucking thing ever. And I watched the guy come out, and I'm like, I was, I was like, oh, this is not gonna go well. <laughs> And I don't know. I don't, I don't remember exactly how long he lasted. I have to ask Anthony, but he was out. Yes. I'm pretty sure we're gonna eat tacos. Okay. Guys, I didn't finish my fourth taco last week, so I think it's gonna be a three taco week. Three taco night, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we're on that kick now. I like it. So is this? Guy here, the carnitas taco. Is that like that's the same carnitas taco? Oh, two for eight. Let's get one. He wants a cactus salad. So, right? Is the cactus salad on top of the uh, carnitas taco? So it's different than the regular carnitas. Yeah. Okay, that's what I want to try. If if I can get one, love that with an El Pepe and the two. No, this is and you guys my own place. Okay. So, there you okay. go. Yeah, we'll cut it. And then I'll have to get another two. Sorry to make that complicated. I just need to try to take the cactus. Awesome. Thank you so much. You can afford it. That was smart. That was smart. Yeah, I was so confused. I wasn't sure if it was like a meal or like. I just want to. I'm glad you asked. Cactus salad. Like, you, you got me interested. I want to fucking try it. Peaked my cactus salad. <laughs> my prickly cactus. Oh, uh, you pricked my prickly cactus. Peaked my prickly cactus. Oh my god. Oh, one of us. What do you say it's doing? I don't know. I, I hope someone has like a mental disorder so I can't do that. Because otherwise, it's like. I just saw someone tear it up on a table. I'm looking at the table, I can see the hair. They seem to be just talking and then randomly back to the table. <laughs> I'm sure the two are related. I just can't figure out how. <laughs> Bruce Ed, show me those tacos. Yeah, I'm just at a loss for how to do. 
Like, dude, that's on your table. So I have something important I want to talk about. Oh, let's go. I love real shit. So, yeah, this is real shit. Okay? This is real shit. So, I was looking at my stupid face in the mirror and trimming my beard. Which You're I not going to shave, are you? No, no, no. There's a story. I just trimmed my beard like I do incessantly. <laughs> So he's got, I'm getting rid of strays and making sure it's the right shape, keeping up the lines. Yep. And I realized that the way I trim my beard is, I think, the way women treat their faces. In the sense that it's something in your face that you think it makes you look better. Other people think it looks better because you have that on your face. And you gotta do it just right, or else it doesn't look good. If you do it right, it looks really good. And, um... I feel like this is an after school. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's just kind of like... My oh, beard, you have to keep up with it, you have yeah, to. Yeah, your beards have become male makeup. He's <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. I mean, he, he's not, I've just never heard anyone describe it like that, but I'm gonna agree. If I shave my beard tomorrow, I'm going to come in here next week, but my beard's fairly distinct. I just yeah. think that was, it's kind of big, it's like super white, a couple black patches here and there. People like, oh, like, I know that beard, like, I've seen that beard once No, I'm going to agree with that male makeup thing, because it's like, when I, when I see old pictures of myself without my beard, I look at myself, and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? I Which is like, we all shape. know girls, like, that are just like, they see old pictures of themselves, and like, what the fuck was I thinking? Right? Like, I feel that same way. I see myself without a beard. I'm like, look at that fat, stupid face, stupid beardless face. Like, why am I not? Why no am I jawline. Not, why am I looking dumb when I could be looking better? Like, yeah, it's like, why did nobody tell me that I looked like an idiot? But I, so every time I shave my beard, 25 years. every time, that's my first thought. I was like, wow, fat, stupid face. Like, why did I do? <laughs> but then, like three days later, I just I, I shave out an outline and I have a beard. Like, yeah, see, because like that's my issue. I never realized. I have like a, I have a round head. I have no jawline, no matter what I do. My head is just round. So without the beard, my head looks round and stupid. And then with the beard, it's like, oh, what well, he kind of has a jawline. I just have... It's acceptable. Yeah. It's like using a brush, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think my, my, you know, my moneymaker in terms of physical features is my beard. So I got to, like, it's got to be... You're not wrong. It's got to be on, on point. It's, it, you know, it's literally like phase four. It's, it's, it's your most redeeming quality. <laughs> I don't know if I'm redeemable, period, but I, and if so, is it, if the beard is the thing that gets me through the gates, dude, I'll, I'll take, take it. it. I'll <laughs> take it. <laughs> I think that beard is where right. mustache is spoken, to be honest with you. I think that mustache is under like, Yeah, yeah, it's like the stealth. Underspoken. You know, if you shave the rest of your beard, you'd have a solid Tom Selleck. Yeah. I, you can hand the bar like Magnum PI Tom I actually worry more about my mustache line than I do the beard. So <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Though. I envy like a sick mustache because like, I, I can't. I hate. I hate it? my face. Yeah, me too. I, I want to shave it off. I want. I keep it as trim as possible. Usually, like everything about it bothers me. I bite it. It's like in my nose, like tickling me. When, when it starts to creep up over my top lip, yeah, it's just like there's spiders there. constantly on my lip. I just get buzz. <laughs> Yeah. Here's the thing about the beard, too, is I treat it like a um, it's a source of power. 
What what's the little mini tree? It's the bonsai. Bonsai tree. It's my bonsai tree. It's like a therapeutic session. Right here's my bonsai tree. Like thinking. Dave's sitting in his bathroom, yeah. dim lights, candles, no, no, incense no. burning, no, no, no. and he's just like, trimming his... Like, office lights. Yeah, it takes time. It takes time and angles. No, I have side angles. I've got, the, I've got the lights that you can make any color, any any temperature, any brightness. Do you use... Wow. Bro. This is next level. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, just so you know what's happening here. I mentioned the the pool of queso on this week's nachos. They just came over preemptively with a fresh batch of just chips to make sure not a drop of queso is wasted. And in case we haven't mentioned it enough, chips here uh, are just next level. If you ever change your chips, I'm not sure it's not coming. Oh, no. Just to be honest, too. Oh, no. If you're in podcast, you can definitely hear the crispy crunch of this batch. So, Dave, do you trim with scissors? Are you a scissor trimmer? Or do you do a combination? No scissors. I do both. Because I guess you fucked it up before and you don't want to do it again. No, because I... My mind just sees too much wrong with it the more I look at it. Oh, you go... You You have real designs? By layers, so I pull this out and I'll trim that down. Yeah. So, I'll blow it, pull that out, and I'll trim that This is going to be like a weird uh, tangent, tangential story, but when I was, it'll, it'll make all sense. All it'll make sense. When I was a. Let's take, let's, take, let's take the long road, baby. When I was a preteen, I was like 10, 11, 12 years old. Yeah. Yes. Taco time. Yeah. Double dose, yeah, oh, sorry, thank you. You can take that one too. Thank you. And our special, oh, baby. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, we need, we're going to make a pass. Real, real fast here. Yeah. So, we, anyway, continue. Me and a bunch of kids in the neighborhood, we collected JJ's, and we would take them apart and put them back together. In ways that we thought were cool. Right. Uh, thank you so much. Sweet. And then we would paint them too. Right. And I remember there was this one guy who was my favorite guy we ever made. And Eddie and I like worked on it together to decide like what we we're gonna put where and like how we we're gonna paint it. And he was all black. And we put these two little white dots on his eyes, and they was like just the smallest amount. And I remember asking Eddie, like, oh, just do a little bit more. And I remember him going to me, and he was like, Dave, if you do any more, it will ruin. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you got to do just enough. <laughs> where, where do we start? <laughs> I'm, I was waiting for you. No, no. I, I lost track of where no, we were no, going there. No, we were you said it was coming full circle. I'm it waiting. It was. It was gonna. <laughs> but that was the point that I was trying to make. Is that sometimes every, it's like it's you know, it's perfect with like the just right amount. If you add any more, yeah, you try it any harder. Yeah. Like you found it. You found the right spot, and you can't. If you push it any harder, you're gonna ruin it. That's fair. Yo, the El Jefe is spicy tonight. 
Jurassic Balls crew tonight. Oh, that's the first one you tried? It's like the Angry Boss. Mm -hmm. It's weird that you try that one. <laughs> You're a fool not to. Yeah, so beards are like makeup. Yeah. For men. I'm a savage. I, I guess I'm just trying to say that I probably spend as much time on my beard as a woman would on her makeup. But like daily, weekly, like what, what are you buying? Every every other day, just doing a little trim. Just like, I'm sure I'm sure women are putting on full face every day, but you know maybe they do a little eyeshadow, some mascara, or whatever. My problem is I'm a savage. I just take out the I just take out the clippers and just. Three seconds, done. Trim it down. It's it. like, but like I've got different lengths. Yeah, yeah exactly. I have like a manicured yeah. right. thing going. Mine's on. pretty tight to my face. Yeah, well, yeah, it's mostly the same length. Yeah, where I'm wearing at different lengths at different spots. Otherwise, it gets too like puffy on the cheeks. So like, it's weird. Or the worst is when you get like, you go to get a haircut before you've trimmed it. He does your like my guy will put my sideburns in. So my head goes in when the sideburns are buzzed, and then my beard, my fat yeah. face comes out along the beard. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Like a big dumb idiot. <laughs> Yo, so this. basically what I do every day, or every other day, when I get out of the shower, right, and I do a little blow dry. Blow dry your beard? No, my, well, everything. <laughs> It's winter. I live in the basement. I don't want to be wet very long. I like the idea. I would never do it. I just give myself a little blow dry. This is a fun mental image. I, uh, after you do that, all the hairs on your face that should be shaved off kind of stand up and tell you. That's right. fair. Hey, here I am. You probably don't really want me right for much longer. No, I do love you, but... I'm going to fucking shave you. Oh. Addition by subtraction. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of people think that your beard looks like fuller and thicker if it's like well maintained. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can't have if, you, if your beard your beard needs to at least you got to at least attempt to maintain it because if you don't, then you just look like a homeless person. Watch, watch this segue. Watch this segue. If your beard is unkempt, like the guy that Kevin McCallister is talking to yeah. in the church in Home Alone, the old man, the old guy, it, it looks yeah, okay. it looks ratty and old. Uh, like homeless, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's it's because if you look at it, like it has that thickness in the middle, but because he's got like loose flyaways and strays, yep. what you see is like the not density of it, so it looks like not as thick and not as nice. You're absolutely right. Um, before we start watching on home alone, holy fucking shit. That cactus predator? Yo. The, the cactus on top, it's like just the right amount. Yeah, that shit wasn't coming out. It's like super thick right tonight. The, the cactus on top is just like. Yeah, oh my god, it's like just a slight bitter. It's like a pickled thing. It's, oh my god. It's very lightly pickled, um, and it's in these like bite-sized chunks. And it's just because the the carnitas itself is so like smooth and mellow that this just complements it so nice. You get like that nice bite and that crunch. Holy shit! Although Billy, heads up, this is a 
this carnitas tacos is a bit of an El Jefe situation. So eat it sooner than later before uh, before the shell de- depletes. So, uh, the old man that Kevin McAllister is talking to his beard, right? it looked nicer. But it made it look all disheveled because it was not as kept. And maybe, I know, you know, talking to Lou, sometimes the director, they say, hey, oh. do a thing. And maybe they had him go unkempt with his beard to sell the character. Like a poor boy. So what, what was the character? Oh, you're talking about that theory. Well, this theory, I've never, you you guys know that I love this shit as it relates to crazy bonkers ass movie theories. I have a whole other podcast on it. This one I legitimately never heard. So I'd heard the other one about Kevin McAllister growing up to be Jigsaw. That was funny. But this theory is that the old man whose name I am forgetting from Home Alone, the guy that hits the wet bandits in the face of the shovel at the end. He is a future version of Kevin McAllister somehow traveled back in time to that night to protect him. Like, just... I knew the guys were going to be there hit him with the shovel like when Kevin was up on the hook last minute, 25th hour. You're the one that heard this theory. But it's so weird. If you think about it, what he then goes and does is he sits down with Kevin and he must know at that point that Kevin's going to give him the pep talk to call his son. So he willingly, knowingly walks in to the church to sit down to get ready to hear the call your son speech. Yep. And that means at some point in his life Kevin McAllister is some sort of failure as a parent. And also apparently have lived on the same street <laughs> in two different houses yeah. Yeah. next to one another for his entire life, yeah. basically. So here's my amend- addendum-, addendum to that theory. I like the idea... It's fun to look at look at them in the same shot. Like, just... Even if it's not true and it's not good for the whole movie, it doesn't make sense for the whole movie. Right. But at least as an experience to watch the scenes that they shoot together... And keep in your mind that that might be the yeah. case. That's what it's that's really really fun really to watch. Like, yeah. It's like a whole new concept that you weren't even like, I think a lot of people get obsessed over like what is really happening in the movie. Totally. Instead of like, how are you enjoying this movie? That's a very wow. Oh, you're gonna die, dude. You, you, you just know. that bottle just fucking nutted all over your taco. It wasn't working before. <laughs> and it wasn't working I'm calling to work right now. Right, Leonard, you gotta get the plumber in. Well, you got the chili Chipotle. It's not it's as the awful best as option the. To yeah, out. it's not as awful as last week when I put the the uh, black habanero label habanero. Yeah, <laughs> like pour it on third of the bottle. <laughs> so, so I feel that if we're gonna talk about time traveling with Kevin McAllister, I think it's more likely that he's an alternate universe time traveler because in his time. He knows that the wet bandits, none of them make any sense. He'd be dead anyway. My theory is completely broken. He'd be dead. Right. He'd be dead anyway. made bunks yourself. So why does he travel back in time? Why does he do that? I think it's more for him, his older self, yeah, so that he goes in to have the conversation with his younger self so he can talk to his son again. Maybe he's like, 
Maybe he doesn't remember having the conversation because when he did it, was like seven or whatever. Or he was too busy planning murder death traps yeah. in his house. Stay <laughs> home the police? Yeah. Well, no, I mean... That's my favorite yeah. part. Uh, never, thought, never once yeah. thought to call yes. the police. Yeah. No, man. Hey, listen, I wouldn't have either. Fuck the police. Yeah, I wouldn't have called. The cactus is cool. Dude, isn't the cactus great? It's like yeah, it's bitter as a little Yeah. It's really good, thank you. I've really never been better. <laughs> oh, we have um, another round of beverages. Another round of the bottles, please. Thank you. Great call, Matt. I almost forgot. Got worried. Yeah. It's right on time, too. Yeah. We've all got like a sip and a half left. Mm-hmm. We gotta dig into the, uh, oh, yeah. into the cleanup of the Mexican mule. That feels derogatory. I mean, they said it. I know. I, I, I don't know why the image of like sneaking people over the board just like brought like dropped into my head. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, like a drug mule. Like a drug mule, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. The mules bring across drugs. Coyotes bring across people. People. Correct. Different animals. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Are there frogs? Are there frogs that do anything? Well, there's there's mules and there's and there's coyotes. Are there like what? Are there cobras? How does that? There's frogs in the desert. Cobras makes more sense. <laughs> what do they do? Though? Vultures, I guess. Not vultures. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck! Imagine you imagine you earned a living by. Wandering through the desert to find the bodies of immigrants who couldn't make it oh, and, and died, and you scavenged their loot. That's dark. Do you I watch mean, Shameless? I play video games. That's like. Do you watch Shameless or no? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, you? yeah. You do, right? Have you been watching this season? No. I so only watch like the 1% TV show that literally like everyone is watching. I'm only peer pressured into watching Shameless. Is really good. So you have to watch Shameless, especially because Lou is going to be on it this season. Really? And, and Matt, you're just you awesome. is not enough peer pressure. I need like it should be enough peer pressure, dude. That's you would why I'm on love this, this show. Oh, that's great. You would love this show. Uh-huh. I agree. Listen, I bet it's a great show. You know, between you and Rom and like everyone I work with, the people tell me the shows to watch. I wouldn't be making my own decisions. You know. <laughs> Oh. I'd be like, oh, that's it. I gotta watch this. I gotta, you know, I would be watching. I'd be like, can you watch? It would be your decision. There's so much shit. That, you know, there's so much. Shit I appreciate the libertarian attitude on that one. I don't need anybody else making my fucking decisions for me. I'm gonna watch what I want to watch. Yeah. You spend all your time on YouTube anyway, though. Yeah, I was gonna say that sounds like a drug addict like approach. Where, like, hey, I'm not gonna do it because I don't want you to tell me what to do. <laughs> I don't have a problem. You have a problem. Well, it's like, yeah, I'm. If I'm gonna watch your thing, it means I'm not gonna watch yeah, my, my thing. thing. Yep. No, I, I, I enjoy watching my thing. Yeah, I can totally fuck with that. People tell me to watch stuff all the time. Does and anything ever run out? Either? Nine times out of ten, I usually ignore the recommendations as well. So I can totally relate to that. YouTube is like True. YouTube is like never go. YouTube you, tells you what you're gonna watch. Well, no, wait. Well, yeah, it does both. <laughs> After you've watched enough YouTube and you've subscribed to enough channels where you're, you know where all the good stuff is coming from that you want to watch, you've basically made your own 24-hour TV channel. Right, you have your own network. Yeah. And YouTube is beautiful because you can schedule your own programming 
but then just like when you're watching TV, like shit comes on that you didn't really know you wanted to watch, but yep. it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. How many videos are there on YouTube? Is it like a, is it like a McDonald's thing where it's like over 99 billion served? Yeah. It's like We've kind of thing. got Thank all so the videos. Okay. Oh, I'm going to do it. What's Thank your name? Casey. Thanks. Wow, you're our second Casey. So the guy who I believe owns Cosmic Park of Stilling uh, is also named Casey. So we go there first and we have a cocktail and then we come here. So we're Casey. Not yeah. Nice to meet you. Matt, you Matt Billy, Dave. Hi. Where are you going? Wow. Where in Texas, Austin? Dallas. Dallas, nice. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. That's awesome. I heard stuff's uh, pretty big though. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that too. I was like, how many times you heard that joke? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's try the Mexican rule. See, I'm very clever. I'm very, he's very clever. Bring it all back. <laughs> okay, there's tequila in this. Just verifying. Just their hooks. Just the hooks. Well, that was. Um, oh my god. Yeah. Wait, did you already try it? Yeah, I got it in the mind. Well, wh why didn't you say anything? Just <laughs> I was letting it happen. I just you, got into it. And I this this deserves it. Well, the reason I asked recognition is, is there was, uh, I think Mitch McConnell made a reference to how strong he is, and he said something along the lines of he's as strong as mule piss. Wow. <laughs> that is the most Kentucky shit kicker reference I have, like, just yeah. ever heard. Oh, oh my oh, God. God. Strong as mule puss, bigger than a horse's dick. Fuck out of here. Oh my god. With this fucking turtleneck. That has to be based on something, right? Yeah, right? Currently looking at mule puss. I mean, like, you know how, like, yeah, okay, so it, it's like a bit of a stereotype, but it's also like a real thing. Like, I have family from West Virginia. Like, I've heard, like, when you see it in movies, you see people from the South make those kind of, you know, references, that terminology, like, you know, stronger than a horse, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's a real thing. Like, that's how they talk down there. Like, yeah. Everything has got some kind of reference. Meanwhile, we're, we're just Taylor Ham versus Pork Roll. Like, yeah. There's only one correct answer. I hate those Taylor Ham people so much. I just, like. It's like arguing with an ignorant person. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't get over. Like, I mean, it, it couldn't be any more like. It. It's, but see, like, for me, that argument, it's not even like it's kind of like a nebulous thing, like when people argue over sauce or gravy, right, you know? Like, when you go to the grocery store, it very clearly says, Honestly, Taylor brand yeah, pork roll. Like, there or, is... Or another brand pork roll. Right, there is evidence, there is proof that you are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's, here's what it is. Here's what gets my go. <laughs> Purple is such an important part of New Jersey, and it's the kind of thing that, without this internal bickering between us over whether it's pork roll or not pork roll for right. some reason, that it's their stupid claim to this fight, even though it's so clearly proven that they're wrong, it's holding us back as a state in terms of our recognition for a great product. It's holding back so many people around the world for not being able to appreciate this because it's not being able to it's easily be spread because there's so much confusion around it. 
I've never heard the argument that the or the angle that yeah. the Taylor Ham Porgo argument is holding us back as a people, yeah. as a people of the it's state so of New Jersey. It's so clear. I'm it's clear. So, right. I'm I'm mean, if we're not united, we're divided. Think about how fulfilled <laughs> you are as a human being after you have woken up and started your day with a bit of pork roll. Oh yeah, for right? sure. When you have when you have a pork roll egg and cheese, <laughs> you. It gets you pointed towards greatness. And the fact that these idiots are calling you Taylor Ham. You're just idiots. <laughs> it's not like, oh, that's what we call it. Yeah. They call like, it. You're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, all right, I hear I'm going to say it. Yeah, I'm like soda it. versus... Oh, no, no, hold on. I'm going to say it. Taylor Ham is like using the inward of football. Okay? Yeah. When you say Taylor Ham, you're basically saying... That's yeah. I know what kind of person you are if you call it Taylor Ham. <laughs> you're right, because we know the answer and then you're just choosing to be ignorant. Then. Right, exactly. You're just choosing to be ignorant. That's not a whole thing. Casey. Pork roll is Taylor Ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We all agree, we're just curious to see. <laughs> Yeah, I have to, I have to admit, it's one of those things that, like, so, so you know they can go to, like, Philly, and it's like, I'm in Philly, I'm going to get a cheesesteak. Like, I'm going to get a cheesesteak, right? Wit or you exactly. get provolone. Like, I like... A lot of people think ketchup is a sin. Yeah. Like, ketchup I, mafia sin. <laughs> <laughs> like, I absolutely love the idea of being able to, like, of people being like, I'm going to come to Jersey, I'm going to get a portable, like, a cheese, like, that's my thing. But at this, I like being exclusive, but at the same time... If I'm in fucking New York or Pennsylvania, like whatever, with my friends, I want to be able to go somewhere and order a pork roll and cheese and not get looked at like I have six heads. Yeah. Or like, what part of New Jersey you're from? Like, you're just like, you know, like, yeah, like, go turn, fuck like, yourself. Well, right here's the reality of the situation: is a lot of the places that you're going to order a pork roll and cheese from, they're run by people who did not grow up here. They're run by people who grew up somewhere else. That's fair. Here. And. Their boss, the owner of the place, said, hey, this is called Taylor Ham. And when they say Taylor Ham or they don't understand Purple behind the counter, a lot of the time, it's not their fault. Yeah. And it's pretty clear. Yeah, that's true. I've been to places like that. But shouldn't that sort itself out, like, fairly quickly as customers are coming in, like, calling in the property? Well, no, that's the thing. They don't. They don't. They don't. It's like pop and soda. Like, oh yeah, like, don't they understand when people call it soda? They, they, they call it pop, right? Yeah. Like, they know people call it soda, right? No, it's like, no, they call it, they call it pop yeah, because pop. nobody calls it soda, right? Yep. And you know what, though? It's funny that you talk about the, the owners because I, the only place I go to, well, I go to two places for sandwiches. Johnny Pork Roll, because, like, you know, in Reverend. Yeah, I love him, dude. Right. But if I just want a pork roll, egg, and cheese, like just a fucking regular ass New Jersey pork roll, egg, and cheese, my buddy that I went to high school with, he owns a bagel shop in Colts Night called the Bagel Store. Um, and the they Bagel are, Boss? You guys remember the Bagel Boss? Yeah, they are the best bagels. Like, some of the best bagels I've ever had. They're absolutely out of this world. And of course, he makes pork roll, egg, and cheese. I like to get mine on a bagel. He goes and it's just, it's just, it's, it's what you want when you ask for a pork roll, egg, and cheese. It's like six thin slices of pork roll, yeah. like you know, like really ground up on the flat top grill. Yeah. Two two cracked eggs, you know, fried eggs or whatever. 
like just melty ass American cheese everywhere. Are you like, like, a big, like poppy seed? Big, like I, I get mine everything, but like bagel. toasted, yeah, bagel, yeah, big. I mean, you get on a roll, I prefer. I like a poppy seed roll sometimes. Yeah. I feel like because you have to get the hash brown on it, and the hash brown and the and the bagel are kind of like almost too much. Yeah, the hash brown has at good the very contrast. least. One of the various that um, bagels are like dense, and when you try to bite through the bagel, it'll end up smashing the hash brown apart. Because it doesn't have the same structural integrity yeah. that the bagel has. But with the bun, you can end up biting through it easier, and it will, like, sever instead of squishing. No, you're absolutely right. I, I totally agree with that. I've eaten a lot of sandwiches. So I don't no, think- I'm the same way. I get super anal about it. Jackie gets mad at me all the time because if I get a sandwich, there's a select few places that I wore a sandwich from. Because nothing irritates me more than a sandwich that's not properly constructed. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. if, if it's, if it's made in a way... Like, have you ever been to places where it's like, it looks physically impressive when they cut the sandwich in half and it's like six inches tall or whatever? No, but they, they take, like this. It's all in the center yeah, of the yeah, bread. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They take the lunch meat and just put it in like a yeah. cone on top of the bread so it's not Hold on, for those who are listening at home, I'm talking oh. about the part right here versus <laughs> the part right here. <laughs> How it's thin yeah. here, but right here it's really nice. But of course here, mm, yeah. nice. Like if I have mustard on my bread and it's not spread out to all four corners of the piece of the bread, that's like the sandwich I make right. Yeah. And you know who the most, the, the, the biggest offenders of this is Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. It's a sloppy spread. Well, so, so for, I'm, I'm talking mostly about subs. Because first of all, these fucking backwards. They call them like, oh, grinders? Yeah, well grinders are hot subs. Oh, hot oh really? Yeah. A hot hoagie is right. a grinder? Fuck a they're, they're, they're all, so they're all on grinder in here, right? So, so, they make, so when they make a sub, right? In everywhere else in the world, when you get a sub, first of all, it's called a sub, not a hoagie, right? They they cut the bread, you know, like halfway through, like open it up, right? And they put the meat, they, they one side of meat, cheese, condiments, whatever, the other side of the bread is empty with whatever your condiments is, and they fold it on top. In Philly, they put like they would put like a piece of ham or turkey on both not sides bad, of the bread so when they bad. fold it over the proper fold. there's no proper squeeze but then when you bite into yeah, it but then, and then when you take a if you take a bite out of the right side of the sandwich you just get nothing but meat yeah none of the lettuce yeah, tomato it's, onion, it's, it's so backwards you end up pushing everything out because it's all lubricated on the inside exactly it makes no sense no if they're gonna do that Put a knife through the meat, keep it up on the sides, keep it shit in the middle, but don't eat it. Wait, so, so speaking about a hoagie, I gotta tell you guys just a funny, a funny story. Dave, I know you've heard this story before, but so I went to college in Philly, and my first week there as a, uh, thank you, as a freshman, I just ordered some takeout one night. Hold on. Call the guy on the phone, please. We did not get the, we, yeah. We the insurance. We got a full cocktail each, though. So. Yeah, we got a full cocktail here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we we got to say, now, yeah. it's right here. <laughs> So I, I called the night, I called the local place where everybody ordered sub, one Italian sub. I was like, hey, let me get your, let me get an Italian sub. And the guy on the phone, I'm like, wait, wait, he goes, he goes, you mean a hoagie? And I'm like, a what? A hoagie. I'm like, I said, I was like, what's a hoagie? Don't tell me what the hoagie is. Right there, yeah, do it. The guy, the guy, instead, I like, crush me. He goes, he goes, you mean a hoagie? I'm like, is hoagie a sub? He goes, no, it's a hoagie. I'm like, all right, guy, hey, whatever you call it, sandwich, yeah. That's what I want. Like, I want you know, 12 inches of yeah. Italian bread with uh, provolone, gabagol, gabagol, salami, pepperoni, provolone. Yeah. So I get this. So I get this sandwich. Some hot pepper. Right. 
So I got this sandwich delivered to me, and it's got it's got it's got like the ham, the capicola, the salami, hot pepper, lettuce, onions, oil, oil vinegar, the whole thing. I take a bite out of it, and mayonnaise starts oozing out of this motherfucker. And I was like, yo. You can't throw mayo in it. Oil and vinegar is like halfway in mayo anyway. So, like, why do you need mayo? Dude, have you ever had mayo and salami? It doesn't go together. It just does not mix. Well, I'm white, dude. Yeah. So, anyway, I like mayo. You are very white. I called the guy back and I got like a 20 minute argument about why there was mayo in my sandwich. I was like, I didn't ask for mayo. He goes, that's how you make it. It doesn't say that on the menu. We make it with mayo. Can I say like I'm really sorry? When you guys can eat this instead, I argue with the guy. Can you please just make me a sandwich that doesn't have mayonnaise on it? I threw the whole thing out. Did you? Yeah, I threw it out. I couldn't eat it. I couldn't eat it. Yeah, Yeah, it's too much mayo. Yeah, and I got the hot cherry peppers on it too. That yeah, those don't mix with mayonnaise either. And it, wasn't like, it was yeah. like it was a little bit of mayonnaise. It was a lot of mayonnaise. It was a lot of mayonnaise. Like an uncomfortable amount. Yeah, nobody got I guess you feel like I was like a ladle of mayonnaise. Like not just like with the spreader. Just fucking dumping that shit next to the hot cheese sauce. Just nailing it. Yeah. Hot cheese sauce. That's what, they, cheese that's what they called me in high school. <laughs> the whiz they called me. The whiz. Whiz wit? Whiz wit out. That was my guy on Instagram. Guys, go follow Liz Witt. Liz Witt Reviews. I'm not on Instagram, man. You need to get on Instagram. Well, yeah, Bill, I'm, I'm only one-third talking to you. One-third <laughs> is you, one-third is Matt, and one-third is the microphone. <laughs> the Liz Witt channel is pretty good. If you can hear me through that microphone, it's Michael Witt. <laughs> he, uh, we were roommates in college. We went we played the same fraternity. And now he's an immigration lawyer trying to help people become American citizens. Wow, that's what I love. Is that really what he does? Yeah, that's what he does. That's amazing. Out of Philadelphia. That's amazing. And he's one of my favorite characters I've ever met. If you watch movies and you're like, wow, that's a funny character. Hunter Yost, immigration (laughs) lawyer, is one of those characters. Just an amazing guy. And uh, he goes around Philadelphia and South Jersey, but mostly Philadelphia, and goes to John's Roast Pork and all these places, and he does the review. And before the review, they do the drive to the cheesesteak place. That's half the adventure, man. He was talking about his girlfriend, baby mama. He's talking about golfing and the Eagles. (laughs) And he's talking about how... Coronavirus is fake. Fake. <laughs> <laughs> that part of you know. I'll listen, though. I mean, I'll review it. I'm yeah. still going to listen. No, but they're entertaining. Listen, I'm not going to judge. Yeah. I'm not going to judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, you know, he's my roommate from college. It's on him. It's not uh, my authority on medical advice. He's a lawyer, not a doctor. Yeah, he's a dude. I'm the doctor. There's only one doctor. Yeah, I'm doctor. doctor. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, I, I didn't I, I didn't realize that. I don't I don't think I've listened to one of those episodes where he talks about that, but I do like his wisdom reviews. They are pretty good. Yeah, I mean it's it, if your perspective is you taking care of yourself and those around you and acting in normal behavior and you do it for long enough, you forget that you're doing it and not everybody else is doing exactly. it. And you think, oh well look, if everybody's just doing this, then it, then we're fine. 
Right. And I can relate to that because it's kind of the same way I am. Yeah, and that's what he's not realizing is that... Most people are idiots. Yeah. It's, it, like, I went to college with him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, two quarters of Charles. Yeah. Yeah. I went to college with him, so like I live with him in the room. I know him. I know how dumb he can be, but I also know he's a really fucking smart guy. Um, and so he, I, I feel like most people think others are like us. Right. Whether you're Donald Trump and you're a horrific human being and you seem assume everyone else is a horrific human being and you accuse them of doing the stupid shit you're doing, or you're like a good guy like Hunter and you think everyone is doing the right thing even though you're like too cool to like admit you're doing it, you're doing the right thing. He thinks everybody's that, and there clearly are videos of people being harassingly doing the wrong thing. Like, assertively, yeah. I'm doing the wrong thing, and you can't stop me from doing it. Yeah. That's the crap. Yes. Hey, you're absolutely right. And I, I, I'm kind of the same way. I, I can't admit like, Because I know that I do the right thing. And I always assume other people are. If I ever got sick, and I got other people sick, I would feel so bad. Yeah. I would feel so bad that I was, I acted so irrationally uh, and so impulsively that I could get other people sick. And so, like, I don't know how other people would think that. I, I, would, must, I would forgive you. I know. 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 I Unless you're like out in your own space inside, right? Like, yeah, they're making a big deal about that. But even like here, like even as still go and like here, like your mask you at the table is on until it's time to take it off. Yeah, you keep it on pretty often, which is good, man. Like, hey, you know, like COVID, uh, yeah, COVID um, came became really real. Uh, so yeah, I get it. I mean, it was already real, and then it was real. right now. It's real than real. But it came really real, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always on. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, with you guys, look, I'll go down with you. <laughs> you know, if, if you guys we're the, get it, we're the three fucking fiddlers in the Titanic. Yeah, as if, it's, you, if you guys as get it, on, it's been an honor, boys. I mean, Matt, I know, I know, I know he, your job is to make sure that it doesn't get spread around. I do that essentially five days a exactly week, man. You thought you would be doing it with your life, but that's kind of what it's going to be. Bro, it was a like... COVID anti-spreader? Yeah, and you, and you work in a it's building... It's not my job description. I just <laughs> fell, fucking fell into that shit. <laughs> and you work in a building full of pharmaceuticals. So between the two, I feel like... We make the smart decisions. <laughs> well, yeah. If you guys aren't doing it right, then I, I don't know who is. <laughs> yeah. So, real quick, though, I just need to tell you guys, you mentioned the... On the WizWit reviews, he does like on the way to wherever. Yeah. That is, especially when it comes to cheesesteaks in Philly, there's something about it. The Going journey's the there, 
is like just yeah, as yeah, satisfying yeah. as fun as when you get it's there. It's a rite of passage. Like, right. Yeah, there was a guy because like, like I would say like eighty percent of the fucking cheesesteak joints in Philly, like in Philly proper, are, somewhere. are open. Are open twenty four seven though too. Like they're open like or, or at the very least open until the bar is closed. You know, and John, late at night. John Drew's pork is one of my dude's top spots. Yeah. Um, like I, I can't tell you like my four years in college and the few years in Philly I lived after thousands of cheesesteaks yeah. I consumed and I would say 90% of them were between the hours of midnight and 4am like it just you know yeah. <laughs> well um, yeah of course that makes sense I one of the things that Hunter makes a point an example over every place he goes is the bakery providing the rolls and to the, smart so smart. it's almost like in the way I look at it it's almost like your your favorite sports team and your favorite player on your sports team so we're yeah. like the different cheesesteak shops are the teams the players are the bakeries the no but it's so true it's though. like oh they like, got Delicios yeah. no, no, it's, so, it's so true though because I, again I, I will tell you as someone that is but like eating, there, there's like a brand that you can yeah. follow you're like you know you go to a cheesesteak place and they got that yeah. bread yeah. Yeah, yeah I will tell you as somebody that has had just about every cheesesteak you can find in Philadelphia if I don't care how good the meat is how good the toppings how well it's cooked if the bread is not right, it destroys the entire cheesesteak. Fucks the whole thing up. Because so, like, 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 you don't want to bite into a cheesesteak that has like a like a hard, crunchy fucking bread. It's like, hard enough to sustain it, but not hard enough to cut your mouth. Right? Like, you can't do that. Cheesesteak. Cheesesteak advice. Hunter's probably both honored and horrified at the same time. Well, now we're about to give, thank you. Thank you. Now we're about to give some churro reviews. So, while we, while we suck down these churros as we usually do. I wonder what happened. We're going to The one week we got, so it always comes up, four pieces on a plate. They're about four, four they do vary. They yeah. do vary. And uh, the one time, there was five on each plate. One week, one time only. Yeah. Somebody could have gotten there night. before. Like, what? Like what if maybe we're maybe we're here late and they are fresh. Just getting rid of the charge. And they had they had ten left. And I love it. Like, so they're a little bit thicker this week. That's a shit. Back to normal. <laughs> and it's got that like creamier to like inside, softer inside they're fucking. Guys, when you come come there visit us and talk about Tuesday, get the churros. Come visit us next week. When we are here for another Taco Tuesday. I am Matt. I'm Bill. I'm Dr. Dean. And this is Dr. Tuesday.